Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. The mercy of God. Everything that we are talking about, whether it's our prayer, whether it's our fasting, whether it is the knowledge of God, the only distinction factor that will allow God to honor, to favor, and to adhere to whatever request we put before him is his mercy. It's his mercy. Whether we shall receive a miracle or not, whether we shall receive a breakthrough or not, whether God shall attend to us or not, whether God will listen to us or not, it's on the grounds of his word, mercy. And this morning, God will show you mercy. This morning, God will grant you mercy. This morning, God will give you mercy. This morning, God will attend mercy unto you. The mercy of God is the reason why God will bypass everybody and will come to you. It's the mercy of God. Sometimes, let us stop praying for breakthrough miracles and let us seek for the mercy of God. Hallelujah. And this morning we're going to look at the heart of mercy. The heart of mercy. Notice the scriptures we're going to read. Romans chapter 9 verse 14 to 16. And we shall read it in the Exodus. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses. He says to who? Who is Moses? The first pastor of the Jews. Amen. That is the first pastor. When God was about to set the Jews out of Egypt and took them to the promised land. He told Abraham that in those days I will give them a, a pastor, a shepherd after my own heart. Who will bring them out and take them to the promised land. He's the first order of the pastorate. In the matters of evangelism and apostleship is Moses because he did an evangelical work to bring a people out of a world of Egypt and also move them out of Egypt to the brinks of the promised land and put them there and the apostolic work, work ended there. Then Joshua also continued with the apostolic uh, 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 evangelical uh, 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 ministry, picked them from the back of the Jordan, took them to the promised land and settled them. So he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. This morning, may God have mercy on you. I say this morning, may God have mercy on you. This morning, may the mercy of God come to your house. May the mercy of God come to your home. May the mercy of God reach your family. May the mercy of God reach your work. Say, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then, it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. Paul said the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Neither bread for the hungry, but it is the Lord who showeth mercy. Hallelujah. So ladies and gentlemen, it is not how well I can pray. It is not how good I can fast. It is not the in-depth of knowledge that I carry. It is the mercy of God. Hallelujah. When the mercy of God found you, it does not matter the material effort. It does not matter the script, the spiritual effort. 
It's all had to do with his mercy. And may his mercy be your portion today. May his mercy visit you today. May his mercy accompany you home today. May his mercy guide you today. This morning we are going to lift up our voice as we live here for the mercy of God. And from now until you die, mercy will go with you. Mercy will carry you. Mercy will spare you. Mercy will intervene. Everywhere in your life when you lift up your voice and your hands, the mercy of God will answer. Hallelujah. Now let's look at Exodus chapter 33 verse 19. Our duty today is centered on this. The Roman scripture is a reflection of the exodus because this is the first time god spoke on this particular subject prophetic subject of his mercy and the lord said i will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you and i will proclaim my name the lord in your presence underline the word in your presence because we're going to do a lot today I will proclaim my name comma the Lord comma in your presence full stop I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion God said Moses today I will proclaim my name I will make my name great I will let my goodness in front of you that is my goodness will be before you and in your presence within your presence pastor Moses where my name shall be proclaimed and my goodness shall pass in your presence I am going to have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion there are three things. The Bible always talks about three. There are always triplets. Faith, love, and hope. The Bible said that love may end. Faith may end. But don't throw away your hope. The Bible talks about charity, mercy, faith. Anytime you see the word mercy, three things goes together. Grace, compassion, goodness. Whenever the mercy of God comes to you, grace is available for you. Whenever grace is available for you, the goodness of God will be there for you. And if the goodness of God will be there for you, the compassion of God shall be there for you. Hallelujah. And this morning, as you receive mercy, grace will be available unto you. Not only will the grace of God be available unto you, but God, together with his grace, shall add unto you his compassion and his goodness shall be unto you. So I said, underline the word in your presence because we are going to talk about it today. We're going to pray. What is the mercy of God? Quick one. Quick one. The mercy of God. Quick one. Is the attribute of God that forgives us the punishment we deserve and instead giving 
receive the goodness we did not qualify for. So in actual fact, the mercy of God is the parts, the attributes, the nature of God that made him to forgive us the punishment we deserve. The Bible said that for all have sinned and has fallen short the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of life is eternal. But the mercy of God causes him to forgive us. He is to punish us. But he forgive us. And most of us this morning, you know that it is the mercy of God you are not punished. If God is to punish wrongdoing, if God is to punish wrong people, if God is to punish stubbornness, you know that this morning, you and I, we will be punished severely. There are so many things, so many wrongs, so many mistakes, so many evils we do. God should have punished us. God should have dealt with us. He forgives. And instead, he blesses us. Hallelujah. In 1996, a, a story took place and, 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 and it, um, in fact, it changed all my thoughts about God. We're having a crusade. I've said it several times. We're having a crusade on a field. On a field. So, as the crusade was going on, those times when we're having it with um, Bishop Ebenezer, if I, he, was, he used to be in Takradi. Then when the bishop was doing the altar call, there was this young guy who has come to the crusade ground with a girlfriend. And they were standing close to us. So, you know, those times we were counselors. So, as the preaching is going on, we go around with uh, tracks. So, when we come, we ask, and then we try to write your name to take your details and this thing. We get to this guy, um, 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 and, and the girl, the girl wanted to write his name. The guy said, no. The girl wanted to do the guy say no. The guy prevented the lady from writing his name on the counselor's sheet. And the guy became so furious and angry. So he just pulled the lady. Let's go. Just because we are trying to convince her to become born again. So the guy was angry. Pulled the girl. Let's go. And the place is called Aqua Sinai Park. There's a sharp curve. The field is there and there's a sharp curve like this. And because there was crowd there, when the car is coming, you don't see. And we don't know this taxi driver. At that hour of the night, around 8.30 p.m., why was he on that top speed? He just turned. And just as he said, let's go. And they crossed the gutter. The gentleman pushed the lady. Angry. That the girlfriend was going to accept Christ. So just push her. Go and let me go. And as soon as he pushed, the taxi was coming. Bam! Summer sort of grounds the taxi pass on her. Immediately she died. And when she died, the guy just looked at the corpse, turned, speed, climbed on top of the stage, went and lifted up his hands. God forgive me, God forgive me, God forgive me, God forgive me. They pray for him, they did everything. The guy I'm talking now, he's now pastoring the church in Takwa. He's pastoring the church in Takwa. The girl is going to hell. Making the attempt to be born again is not born again. The girl is going to hell. Because the boyfriend said that, don't accept Christ. Let us continue. 
And when mercy was coming to the girl, the boy caused her to run away from mercy and met her death. And this boy turned and God showed him mercy. God didn't punish him. God didn't deal with him. God accepted him, changed him, raised him, trained him. Today he's a pastor. He's saving souls. And God is happy. He's doing miracles. And he's preaching for other people. He's using his story to win souls. Meanwhile, somebody is in hell. And it's become a testimony for others to be won. May you never die a, a foolish death. May the mercy of God rescue you at the point where you may negligently miss it. The attributes of God. God could have punished this young guy by his pain. He didn't punish him. And instead gave him grace. To qualify for goodness he didn't deserve. Now he's a preacher. Somebody who has pushed a soul that was getting ready to be saved to die. God still said that, forget about it. If you have surrendered to me, I give you mercy. May the Lord give you mercy. I say today, may the Lord give you mercy. I say today, may you receive mercy. Today, the mercy of God, as you lift up your voice to pray, mercy will be your portion. Everything that you couldn't receive or get, everything you couldn't have or, or do, mercy will enable you to do. Hallelujah. Who qualified for the mercy of God? Who qualified for the mercy of God? From the scripture we read in Exodus, I told you underline, Exodus chapter 33 verse 19, God said, Moses, today, in your presence, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So, the person God will show mercy must be in the presence of God or God's servant. That is the person God will show mercy. The person must be found in the presence of God. Or in the presence of the servant of God. He said, Moses, in your presence. The gentleman I just spoke by, when the situation became worse, he didn't stand at the roadside. He didn't stand still on the street. He ran to the stage and knelt down before the servant of God. Lifted up the hand and have mercy upon me. God, have mercy upon me. And God showed him mercy. Hallelujah. Anytime you come to the presence of God or the presence of the servants of God, know that mercy is available unto you. Know that mercy is ready for you. Know that God is prepared to show you mercy. Hallelujah. Today we are here to pray. The mercy is the heart of mercy. The person in the presence of God or the servant of God, number one, is someone who stands in service with the servant of God. If we say somebody is in the presence of God or somebody is in the presence of the servant of God is someone who stands in service with the servant of God. Like this morning all of you are standing or you are sitting in the presence of the servants of God to worship God. We call it church service.
You must stand. Sometimes you must also get involved in the service, in the ministry with the servants of God. That is why I am proud in doing this work of God because I know that this work of God it gives me mercy. The reason why God spares us on a lot of issues is sometimes because of his work. Because of the work of God. That is why sometimes, listen to me, let me sound it unto you. There is so much deposit of Jesus Christ in you to let you go waste. So much. That is why it breaks the heart of God when you are refusing to serve or to do his work. Every Christian, there's so much. The Bible said that if the people of old have heard what we are hearing today, I'm telling you, the knowledge of God available in our time, it is ten times more than what Paul and Peter and the rest had. It's more. In the days of Jesus, what did they have? The, the gospel of baptism by John the Baptist. That was what he preached. And Jesus came with the gospel of the Beatitudes. All the gospel of Jesus was expanded within the gospel of the Beatitude. In Matthew chapter 5 and 6. That is what expanded and resulted in his death and his resurrection. And all that the apostles do is to reinforce the four gospels of Jesus Christ. And today look at the gospel that we are hearing. The gospel of prosperity. The gospel of forgiveness. The gospel of today we are hearing the gospel of mercy. Which nobody had the time to break it in fragments. And all these things deposited inside of you. And because of this, God will not just let your life to go waste. That is why it is not easy for a Christian to just backslide. It is difficult to backslide. If you like, try and see. Before a Christian would totally backslide and go out of God and for the devil to kill, it simply means that that Christian has really, really, really remade their mind. Because it's not easy. He will not easily allow you to go. There's so much because of his mercy, he will preserve your life. So he said, In your presence, the people who stand in service with you, I will show them mercy, I will have compassion over them. Number two, it is the desire in the services of God. The people God shows mercy. There are those who desire in the services of God. What is your desire? What are your desires? Why do you come to church? Amen. Hallelujah. What is your desire? Somebody say, my desire is that I may live in your house and die in your house and perish in your house. You, what is your desire? Our desire is for the visa we are looking for. Our desire is for the marriage we are looking for. Our desire is for the woman we are looking for. The man we are looking for. Our desire is always materialism. Almost talks to every Christian. Our desire is material. Our desire is also material. But you see, in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 down there, Jesus said, Seek ye first 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added to you. Desire in the services of God and you will have mercy. Hallelujah. Number three, the, peop- the person must be chosen by God for favor and honor. This is the general aspect where God just speaks at somebody and they show them mercy. And most of the time, this is what we all want. Amen? The general, he just chose somebody. And this one, it is by the choice of God. He shows mercy to whom he shows mercy. And he, cho- he, he, he compassion on whom? It is not because we are serving him. It's not because you desire his work. It's not because we do anything. He just can look on the surface of the earth and choose somebody. Say, this one, I'll show you mercy. And because I'm going to show you mercy, I'm going to honor your life and I'm going to favor your life. Just like that. Hallelujah. In Hosea chapter 1, verse 2 and 10. But God came on the scene. I like that story. And the Bible said that when God began to speak to the prophet Hosea, when he began to speak to the prophet Hosea, he was a young boy. Hosea was just a young boy. It's about 18, 19, 20 year old young boy that the anointed, the prophetic grace has come upon him. A young prophet on fire and God was about to talk to him. To use him to do ministry. You know what God said? God said, Hosea, I've seen you, I'm about to use you. But you know something? I want to use you in a dramatical way. And so I have given mercy to somebody that I want you to go and marry. Marry that woman. And I'm going to use you and that woman to make a drama of how I'm going to relate to their people. And Hosea said, God, who? He said, go and marry Goma. He said, who is Goma? He said, go to the streets where the prostitutes are standing. Ask of Goma. Any of the prostitutes that is called Goma, marry her. <laughs> and God didn't finish there. He said, Hosea, you know something? When you marry her, she's an unfaithful woman. Even while you are still marrying her, she'll be unfaithful to you. You have children with her. She will be unfaithful for you. She will leave you and go and stay with another man who has not married her. But still, even when she leaves you and go and take another uh, uh, man, go and bring her back because I've given her mercy. May the Lord give you mercy. I say, may the Lord give you mercy. May you find mercy when nobody thinks about you. When you find mercy, when nobody thinks, care, and, and wish about you. Listen, may God show you mercy when all men has written you off. Everybody has written that lady off. She's by the street in the evening. Hallelujah. But this prostitute, it's not that one. This prostitute is known. You see, God is an interesting God. God knows the names of prostitutes. Even the prostitute standing by the roadside, chipping her life, God knows her. God, there's a prophet. Go on the street. There's a prostitute called Goma. Go, marry her. How much more are you sitting in the house of God? Do you think God doesn't know your name? The woman messing up on the streets that every man takes her. God said, I know her and I'm showing you mercy. And you that is sitting in the presence of God every Sunday, you are calling on the name of God in your house every day. You are praying to God. You are fasting. Do you think God don't know your name? Oh, in Isaiah, he said that I know your name and I've called you by name. I declare and prophesy. May your name be remembered by God tonight. May your name come to the memory of God tonight. May the mercy of God locate your name and may he call you by name in the name of Jesus. 
of this woman. He just gave him mercy. The lady did not struggle. The lady did not pray. The lady did not fast. Mercy will rewrite your name. Mercy will refine you. Mercy will relocate you. Mercy will revisit you. And, and, and when I read a story about this lady, sometimes I was like, ah. The Bible said that she gave birth to her first one. They call him not love. He gave birth, she gave birth to the second one. They call him the people God don't love. She gave birth to the third one. They call her the people God will love. After giving birth to three, she walked away. Went to be with one of her boyfriends. Started chilling herself, enjoying herself. And the prophet will wake up and the children, oh my God, oh my God. And God came. He said, prophet, go back and bring Goma. And live with her until you die. And she will still be unfaithful, but live with her. And at the end of the story, you know what God said? God said, I did this to prove to my people Israel that a time is coming when the people who were not loved, when the people who did not love, when the people who were cast out, when the people who have no reputation, when the people who are unfaithful, I, the Lord my God, I will love them again and I will bring them to myself and I will keep them to myself and I will bless their life. This morning I prophesy to somebody, you may not be loved but God's mercy loves you. You may not be chosen but God's love chose you. You may not be considered but God's love consider you. Mercy will see wherever you are. Mercy will locate wherever you are. Mercy will bring you from wherever you are. Mercy will wrap you with the goodness of God. Mercy. God said. Hallelujah. Let's read it briefly. Let's read it. I love it so much when the mercy of God is at work. Hosea Chapter number one, two, write down to ten. We may not read all. Let's read a little so that you know the pastor is not speaking from what he thinks. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Biri in the days of Hosea, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, king of Judah. And in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, Hosea's wife and children. When the Lord first spoke through Hosea, first, the Lord said to Hosea, Go take to yourself a wife of Wadom, that is prostitute, and have children of, with the prostitute. For the land commits great prostitution by forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Goma, the daughter of Diblim. And she conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said, call his name Jezreel. For in just a little while, I will punish Israel. Let's go run down to 10. Yet, the number of children, the number of the children of Israel shall be like the son of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. It shall be said to them, children of the living God and the children of Judah and the children of Israel shall be gathered together and they shall appoint for themselves one head 
and they shall go up from the land for great shall be the day of Jezreel. That is a summary of the issue. God said, that woman has given her mercy. Today God will give you mercy. Today God will show you mercy. Today God will find you mercy. You, listen, the mercy of God is so deep than we think. The mercy of God is so strong. All that you need is be in the presence of God and ask of his mercy. Sometimes when the going is become tougher, look for the mercy of God. When the going is become difficult, look for the mercy of God. It's not every day you have to run about trying to support and trying to do it your, your, on your own. Sometimes look for the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Let's move on. What does the mercy of God does for us? Let's look at five things the mercy of God will do. Then we look at how to get mercy and we get up to do business for the day. The mercy of God. Number one, it preserves our soul. It preserves our soul. Sometimes it looks like we are down. We are crushed. Our life is finished. Listen, sometimes it looks like God is far from us. Sometimes our sins are so real in us that we know that God will nowhere listen to us but his mercy. Hallelujah. Psalm 51, verse 1 to 13. David cries when God said, I am going to reject you. David said that God, by your mercy, do not cast away your spirit from me. Do not turn your back from me. Do not take your Holy Spirit away. He said, and revive in me a new spirit. The mercy of God, it preserves our soul. This morning, if your soul is bitter, if your soul is heavy, if your soul is hungry, if your soul is anguished, mercy will come to you. His mercy. David has got the place where he knew he was about to crash. 